Welcome to Encourage Life, a show designed to encourage and equip both men, women, and couples in the everyday things of life. We'll be discussing everything from faith, marriage, health, parenting, fitness, and much more. The premise is this, that you would go through an honest discussion, leave encouraged, and have practical takeaways. My name is Chris Cirillo, along with my incredible wife, Justine. Join us as we start important conversations about the more challenging things of life. Hey guys, welcome back to Encourage Life. Today, we are talking about, what are we talking about? Marriage counseling. But I just have to say something, because when you did that little hello at the beginning, it reminded me. I forgot to tell you today that one of our friends was like, Chris has a really good voice for the introduction. Sweet. <laughs> and I like was a like, radio personality. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, he actually does. He does a really good job with it. But I thought you would like that. <laughs> hey, I'll take compliments all day long. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, welcome. Oh, gosh. No, just kidding. So what are we talking about today? So we're going to talk about marriage counseling and specifically why we are going to marriage counseling. I think uh, sometimes when we tell people, well, like for my mom, for instance, and this is in no way like calling out my mom. She's super encouraging, but we asked her to watch Asher uh, maybe a month or so ago when we had one of our we try to schedule it like in the evening so that my mom can watch Asher while we do it and hope that Solomon naps. But um, so I told her, you know, or asked her, could you watch Asher? Because we have um, some marriage counseling that we're doing tonight. And she was like, is everything okay? Are you guys okay? And we were like, well, yeah. And I think that's usually the response is um, like, if you're going to marriage counseling, then it's because something is wrong. But um, we actually are doing it because we don't want something to go wrong. So we um, we had it on our hearts to do it like a year ago-ish. And then, you know, things happen. We just never got around to it. I guess. And so finally we were like, okay, we need to make this happen. So our pastor recommended someone to us. Um, and we just do it like over, do we do Skype or what do we do? Uh, yeah. Google like Hangouts, a, Skype. Okay. Like a video. So it just like from our computer in our home, which is handy because then we don't have to pack up and go somewhere. We can be here while Solomon's napping or not napping. Yep. And kind There's of make it work. many of off camera breastfeeding sessions that happen yeah. during our, our yeah. marriage counseling. He can still hear me so he can talk. We can talk together, but yeah, <laughs> we just kind of make it happen. Yeah. And I think it all started, um, I mean, this is probably two years ago now and we were listening to a podcast, um, by Jenna Kutcher. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah. Some of you ladies would probably know her. Maybe some of the guys too. I don't know. But um, yeah, we were listening to her podcast and she was talking about how uh, her and her husband go to marriage counseling. And I can't, what is, how did she say it? Like 
she said uh, people similar response that we're getting people always ask us like is everything okay and we say yeah everything's great and we want to keep it that way yeah and yeah I think that really stuck with us in that mm-hmm. moment when we heard it and we were like man that's a really great perspective and uh, I think it's just valuable to remember that we never have it all figured out and we can always get help um, there's this quote and I was going to read this to you guys because um, I always butcher it but I've heard it a million times and, and I think it's been requoted by probably 10 different people so you've probably heard variations of it but it says behind every great athlete is a masterful coach that inspires the athlete to evolve into the strongest performer they can become now obviously marriage isn't a performance um, but I think that in everything that we value in life, we seek help and we seek opportunities to grow and get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason in our society, marriage mm-hmm. seems to be one of those where people do not until um, things have, uh, I guess, uh, stuff has hit the fan, if you will. Um, and then now we need help and we got to figure it out. Or, you know, the, the other side of that is pre-marriage counseling. Like mm-hmm. pre-marriage mm-hmm. counseling is like really common. It's like and then, a standard. Yeah, it's like great. We got it all figured out. And now we're married, and you know we can do it on our own. Like, where did that stigma come from? <laughs> if anything, you need more more counseling when you are married than before you're married. Because before you're married, no. you're just like <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, oh, everything is amazing, and we're never gonna have a fight, and we're never gonna disagree on anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> And so while that counseling can be helpful as far as just kind of making sure that you've talked through different aspects of what your future will look like and all that, um, once you are married, then it's really like, okay, how do we actually like do this together and do this well so that we're functioning as one and as a team, not like individually um, Mm -hmm. and kind of like maybe even against one another at times yeah even if not overtly like our hearts are never pure all the time right like we all have sin and we struggle so there's you know resentment and different things that try to sneak in because the devil wants to destroy marriage he doesn't want us to to be successful so you know guarding yourselves against that learning you know tools to to just continue to love and cherish each other and um, I think it's gotten way harder with kids, and all you parents out there can probably <laughs> attest to this. You just kind of, you're in survival mode for, um, I mean, we're only, you know, close to three years in, so that's about the extent of experience we have as two kids that are under three, but um, I can imagine that you're probably a couple years away from, you know, getting out of where you feel like you're in survival mode every single day, and when you're in survival mode, you're just not being intentional with your time and with your energy and your thoughts. And, you know, your spouse tends to take a back seat. And, you know, everything comes down to like getting the kids dinner at night and, you know, getting teeth brushed and jammies on and all that jazz, getting them to bed and then like just passing out on the couch because you're done with the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you just don't leave time to be intentional. And so I think that's been the, probably the biggest thing for us is 
I want to learn more about Justine in a way that helps me to grow closer to her. Um, and part of, probably one of the coolest things we've done is we took the Enneagram together and learned a little bit more about the um, not only the different attributes that we have, but if any of you guys have done Enneagram, I'm not going to bore Just you too like much with the... give yeah. like a brief of like what it is. Yeah. So it's a personality test. Yeah. To, to keep it simply put. Um, and then there's various, I guess you would say expressions or voices, right? So different um, uh, traits that you might carry. We all carry all of them, but we all carry all of them in different percentiles, if you will. So we all have a dominant uh, second dominant, third dominant, all the way down. I think there's nine. Um, and so essentially what it's doing is saying, here's the things you're most inclined to and the way that you're built and what you kind of default to. And then there's this thing called resourceful and non-resourceful. So the best way I could explain this, because I'm definitely not an Enneagram expert, um, it would be when the pressure's on, what comes out of you? And like, how do you respond, kind of? Uh, yeah, like, is this personality trait, when the pressure's on, or there's something happening, or there's a challenge, or something like that, does it come out in a good way, or does mm. it come out in a bad way? Mm -hmm. And so that's considered resourceful, i.e. good, or non-resourceful is bad. And so it really gives you an idea of, like, okay, when the heat is on, this particular trait of mine comes out in a really ugly way. Um, and this particular trait comes out in a really good way. Um, and I think it just helps you identify how each other functions a lot better. And it's, um, has anyone ever said something and you're like, oh my gosh, that's just putting words to what I was feeling and I couldn't figure out how to say what I wanted to say? I feel like that's what Enneagram does for me. Mm -hmm. It, I'm like reading stuff about myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been mm -hmm. feeling that for 30 years and had no way to identify that that's what I was feeling. And I'm a pretty self-aware person. Like, yeah, I do a lot of like soul searching and mm -hmm. like trying like to do personal development and yeah. growing in areas that I struggle. Mm -hmm. And there was stuff that just kind of popped up and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it was cool to like learn about each other. And there were a lot of things where we read and we we're like, yep, that's you. Yep, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fun. But what it was I was really mostly all liked... Justine. No. no, I'm just kidding. What I Mainly really me. liked was um, where he had us like take, and there was like a list of things like, you can love me best in this way or that way. Is that right? Is that how it was? Yeah, like you could support me yeah. um, as, a, as an eight, right? Because of their numbers. You could support me best or love me the best as an eight in this way. And it gives like a list of different things that you, yeah. you could do. Yeah, you know? I thought that was really helpful because then we can, it just helped us to put words to like, hey, this is how I could best be supported. And this is how I can also be working on myself to be my best person, I guess. So yeah, I thought that was really cool, but that was that was really a helpful tool that we um, did recently. And then it got it kind of sparked us to get to learn even more about kind of the Enneagram and just kind of more about ourselves and each other. Um, 
yeah, mm-hmm. it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, fun. It's been helpful. It's been insightful. Uh, <laughs> There's definitely say... some... I've shed some tears. <laughs> yep. Just because, like, as, as someone comes in and starts to kind of pull out, like, hey, you respond this way because of this thing that happened to you like a long time ago and then it's just like wow that totally makes sense and I like never made that connection before but that's 100% right on and then mm-hmm. like understanding each other more because of that because like we have shared like every bit of our past with each other yeah. but um, being able to connect it to like that's why we maybe respond a certain way in a certain situation because of what happened in what feels like another life ago. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, at the end of the day, if, if you really cherish your marriage and you want to ensure that it continues to stay good, get help because we all have blind spots. We all have areas that we're not paying attention to. And, you know, especially as Christians that the devil loves to just toy with those areas that you're not paying attention to. He loves to uh, come after the areas you're complacent in. And it's probably going to be when you least expect it, that something happens in your marriage, right? When you think everything is going great, that's when he's going to kind of take a stab. And so we just decided that, you know, we fail. We we are less intentional than we should be at times. Um, we settle into things, but we're trying. And I think ultimately the best you can do is to give it your best. And I would encourage it. And it doesn't have to be formal counseling either. Yeah. You know? Like going get, through a book together yeah, or books there's tons of like self-guided learning courses out there mm-hmm. um, you know there's uh, marriage um, content online there's a lot of different things that you can get help with even like and, podcasts like there's other podcasts that yeah. are like, spe- like marriage specific yeah the encouraged life podcast Stop. no <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a great one um, but yeah uh, do whatever you can with whatever you have whenever and wherever you are and that's really all you can do and so um, we want you guys to be encouraged marriage counseling is not bad it is wonderful (laughs) Um, so long as you enter into marriage counseling before you uh, have catastrophic moments and well but it can still be um, good in that time too oh yeah absolutely but it doesn't mean bad things yeah yeah you know, like, don't don't be tricked by this stigma that, like, says you can't have a marriage counselor if you have a good marriage, right? That's just being naive, and it's leading you to a place where you're vulnerable, and we don't want that for any of you guys, right? So be encouraged. It's good. It's exciting. And if you have any questions, um, send us your questions, post them, comments, etc., Um, and uh, we would be happy to answer them. Yeah. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Alrighty. See you guys.